Hello! So, it's only me today, aka Leo, but I'm still gonna try and give you the classic intro, <laughs> which is hello and welcome to your favorite podcast hosted by Kara and Leo. Woo! Okay, um, ignore that I am the most cringy and embarrassing person on the internet <laughs> um I think it's too late and I'm a bit delusional and this whole podcasting setup is probably the weirdest that I've ever done and I also have no plan for this episode whatsoever let me give you some context and let me give you some insight into my current situation it is Sunday evening um Sunday of the bank holiday weekend so I've just had four days off which has been heavenly for all you guys that are also in the UK you'll know that we've just had the jubilee weekend which means we have celebrated 70 years of Queen Elizabeth's reign which I think for most Brits meant fairly little royal celebrations (laughs) and more just chilling and drinking in our non-existent sun um but Anyways, I have to go to the office tomorrow morning. I'm actually going to meet my new boss, which is quite exciting. And I just watched a rom-com over FaceTime with my boyfriend. For all of those who don't know, I have a long-distance relationship. And the reason I'm telling you this is (laughs) to give you context into my very interesting setup right now, which is... I'm watching him sleep on FaceTime still. So we watched Crazy Stupid Love, which I hadn't had which I actually hadn't watched in such a long time and it was so cute. And he's bless him, he's extremely stressed at the moment because of exams and he works and yeah, just a lot going on in his life at the moment. So understandably also because it's like an hour later in Italy. He fell asleep whilst we were watching the movie. And he looks so peaceful. And so I just I haven't turned off my phone yet so I'm just still (laughs) watching him like the lovesick creep I am on FaceTime I've muted my microphone so um he can he won't wake up from my annoying podcasting but he'll be so confused if he does wake up because he'll just see me with a podcasting microphone watching him sleep not creepy at all not creepy at all but anyways I Like I said at the beginning, I don't really have much of a plan for this episode, but what I did think was that I would just catch you up a bit on like what's been happening in my life and well, maybe I should give some context as to why it's only me this week anyways. I said it on Instagram as well, but for those of you who don't follow us on Instagram, which I know is actually quite a few, so Kara's in Jordan for two weeks, I think she's literally landing today back in UK soil. But because of that, and then I was in Italy the week before last, we haven't been recording. Yeah, we haven't been able to record in like two weeks. So because it was the Jubilee Bank holiday weekend, I was like, oh, I'll have loads of time to record on my own. It's fine. I'll do a solo episode. I haven't talked to the pod in a while. And then as I love to do it, I've just been, I wouldn't say procrastinating this because I really was kind of looking forward to it. But I've been rambling on again, as I tend to do and as I love to do. I guess I'll give a little bit of an update into my life and then I asked for some questions on Instagram so I think I'll just do like a quick I'll answer a couple of them but yeah how have I been doing so I've been back in the UK now for a week but before that I went on a road trip with 
the aforementioned boyfriend and we went through Italy. We started in Florence. We went via Tuscany and then to Rome and then back up again via Umbria. And it was, to be honest, I don't want to, you know, toot our own horn here or hype this all too much. But I think it was the most like magical week of my life. And not only because Italy is so beautiful and the food was amazing and the landscapes we saw and I... I'm a big fan of like discovering a new culture, but and especially obviously a culture that I now have vested interest in. But I think mostly it was so magical because I've never felt this in love and feels very weird to say this on a podcast, but I don't know. I've been kind of the last week and ever since I guess I've come back, I've been first of all reflecting a lot on the feeling of being in love and how crazy it feels because I don't think I ever thought it would happen to me and I know that sounds really strange because I've been in a relationship before and obviously you know I thought I had loved the guy but even when I was in the relationship I think I knew that that wasn't all that love could be like this can't this emotion can't be what all the books and the movies are about you know I never felt that selflessly in love I always felt like I still not was putting myself first but almost like really valued I I don't know how to describe it but I just felt like this couldn't be it if that makes sense but I I then just chalked it up to okay maybe I'm just not capable of feeling that emotion and maybe I'm just and I remember actually the beginning of 2021 literally writing in my journal that one of my biggest fears is that I'm never going to be able to love somebody fully and find that kind of selfless love where you really put somebody else I don't want to say in front of your own needs because I think throughout all your life obviously you need to value yourself first and love yourself because otherwise I think a relationship is a pretty moot point but I think there is something to be said for a relationship and the partner who you're in love with becoming like family you know and really becoming so important to you that you can't imagine your life without them and I just didn't ever feel like that was going to happen to me and then out of the blue it has and it's for those of you who are in love or have been in love obviously you'll know it's the most I don't know exciting feeling the most exhilarating feeling but also terrifying if I'm completely honest and I've had these moments quite a couple of times in the last week where first of all I was like overwhelmed by the emotions I was experiencing but then also where it's me and I love to self-sabotage and I was thinking this is all too perfect to be true you know it's this is like the blip of time and then also okay now I care deeply about this person what if something happens to him god forbid you know and then my mind goes to he he on his road trip bear in mind I was also on my period so extremely emotional (laughs) Um, or maybe okay I'm always extremely emotional more emotional than I maybe normally would have been Um, and he announced that he wanted to do a parachuting course he wants to learn how to parachute without like an instructor and I literally started crying because I was like oh my god and we did then did google it and apparently it's kind of similar you know mortality or 
danger vibes as other sports but honestly I you know the thought of something happening to him or happening you know once you do I guess let yourself fall in love and now I'm at the point where like I can't imagine falling in love with somebody else it's so scary to think that you could lose that love and or then you know again on the other side like on the other side of that coin I was thinking what if I do something to mess it up you know I feel like I never I have full trust in him I should stop referring to him tell you guys his name (laughs) I'm sure I've said it before um but yeah his name is Marco and I have full trust in Marco so I feel like in my head and like all of my catastrophizing scenarios it's never like oh Marco would do something uh to betray my trust or anything like that so it's like oh I would pretend like what if I do something wrong what if I fuck up um or what if something happens to him and obviously there's literally no point in thinking that way because I think there's this song which we maybe talked about in a different episode as well which is like advice to your younger self or something like that and one of the points that are mentioned is there's there's no point in worrying something because the things that you worry about like aren't going to be the ones that happen or if yeah you know it's going to be the things that like you least worried about and they're going to hit you on a random Tuesday or then there's also that I think I heard something maybe on a podcast which was like there's no point about worrying something before it happens because it's not like if that actually did happen that it would hurt any less like I think people tend to and I'm 100% including myself in that thinking that if they are worrying about something beforehand or thinking something bad is going to happen it's going to like prepare them for if that's going to happen because you're like already have going to have preempted it in your brain And I actually very much used to have that notion of like, kind of if then, so thinking something, kind of being like a pessimist. And then if, for example, exam results, I would always think to myself, oh, it went badly. And then if it went well, then I would be positively surprised. But then if it did had gone badly, then I wouldn't be disappointed. That was kind of, I feel like my attitude to a lot of things when I was younger, like kind of just like, assuming the worst (laughs) which I really don't want to do anymore you know I really don't because I think I've changed my relationship to how I live my life a lot like in the past couple of years and I want to allow myself to just enjoy it you know enjoy this time period enjoy the love that I'm experiencing enjoy my relationships and you know, whether or if in the future anything should happen that will change how I'm feeling, the the status, whatever, whatever the million things that I could be worrying about, you know, then I guess I'll, I'll deal with it when and if it happens and not already kind of <laughs> ruin my present moment with it because what's the point? So why am I telling you all this? I guess just to give you a little bit a glimpse into my loved up brain but also really you know self-sabotaging brain um and maybe if you're struggling with something similar it obviously doesn't have to be with just relationships but I think a lot of us do this of like feeling like something is too good to be true like something must go wrong at any second you know I can't allow myself quite to be happy yet because I can't be caught off guard if something bad does happen and it's like okay but why can't we be caught off guard if something bad does happen like 
will we be upset that we had a couple of blissful weeks, days, months of pure joy? No, I'm sure we'd look back and be like, wow, you know, thank God I had those moments where I allowed myself to be happy. I don't think we'd be angry or critical of our past selves for being naive or not knowing what was to come next. So I guess if you're doing that thing where you're self-sabotaging your own happiness and thinking that you're protecting your future self, then um, this is me telling you to stop (laughs) and telling myself to stop and just enjoy life as it is right now. And I guess on the flip side, if you're not doing that well, there is also something to be said for you know, things are always ebbing and flowing and constantly changing, which is why even though as much as I think you should enjoy the present, if you are feeling that joy and happiness and knowing that however fleeting or long lasting it may be, it's also the same way with, I don't know, feeling sad or feeling anxious or feeling stressed. I think it's very, very rare that those feelings exactly the way you're feeling them right now are going to last because I mean we said this in our episode about change but truly the only thing that's constant in our life is change and even I guess feelings of to whatever capacity whether it's feelings of love feelings of joy feelings of friendship feelings of sadness anxiety they are always going to change so And I know it's always hard to feel it when you're in that, but know that it will change if you're not happy with the current lot that is going on in your life at the moment. But yeah, basically I've been doing really well, actually. And again, there's this part in me which is like, oh my God, that's scary if you say that you're doing well. What if then next time you're not doing well? And it's (laughs) it's like, oh my God, okay, brain, stop. Please let me just put out there that I'm doing well. I am enjoying my time in the London city again. It feels like I've been like, I don't know what was happening in the weeks before the road trip, but I felt like I was kind of like, not lost myself a little bit, but I think I got a little bit too caught up in being super busy and I got a little bit trapped into like the comparison game and in a way seeing family before the road trip and then the road trip talking a lot about it with Marco really helped and then also just spending some more time with like just my own thoughts away from technology that really helped and yeah I feel like ever since I've been back and ever since the road trip I've been feeling way more myself again which feels very very good and this weekend I've just been spending a lot of time with friends which has been fun I've been reading a lot because I am very predictable (laughs) I've been reading Bridgerton actually Um, I'm on the sixth book and if you haven't read the Bridgerton books but you've enjoyed the series I can truly recommend and I mean there's not like don't expect high or fanciful education but if you're looking for like a light read with some good banter and some steamy sex scenes that's for sure then you know Bridgerton is a is a good vibe they're just like super easy to read I've literally read I think most books in one or two days so can recommend that and then 
maybe I'll just answer some of your guys' questions. As we were on the topic of talking about relationships, one of the questions I got was actually, how did you meet your boyfriend? And this is actually one of my favorite stories to tell. And I don't know whether I've said it. I think I've said it on the podcast before, but for those of you who don't know, I was on a girl's trip in Spain with two of my closest friends. And one of them has, well, she's from Spain and her family owns a beach house on the Canary Islands, which is just as dreamy as it sounds. And I was lucky enough to go visit with my other friend and it was literally, I mean, I was just coming out of like a weird friends with benefits situation. At this point, I think I'd been single for one and a half years. And I remember myself saying, the last thing I'd want is a relationship right now, as they always do, famous last words, <laughs> to my friends, like straight before this trip. So truly the last thing that was on my mind was meeting anyone, especially not meeting anyone serious. I don't think I've ever talked about this on the podcast, but in my last relationship, I didn't have the best relationship to sex and intimacy in general, which wasn't necessarily my ex-boyfriend's fault. I think it was a lot to do with like my own insecurities as well and like not the best communication on my part. So I think in like my time when I was single, I was really focusing on, okay, I want to like try and develop a better relationship with it and be a bit more freer and have less judgment upon myself and not let my own insecurities get in the way and then on actually like literally the the first proper night that we had in Spain it was so on Fuerteventura the the island we were on and it was the Euro finals night so it was Italy versus England and because there was actually a lot of Italians on the island and all of us girls are not English, so I'm obviously German, Portuguese, random mix that I am. My friend is Indian and my other friend who was with us was Spanish. So even though we all live in London, we were like, okay, we don't want England to win. And my friend was like, okay, we need to find a group of Italians to celebrate with because that'll be a vibe, like, and just to watch the match with. So we were just sitting at dinner, us three girls and this group of handsome Italian men walks by and we were like oh my gosh those are the ones and we actually try and speak to them but they're like in a rush and have to go watch the match because we were already late and my friend who is a big believer in spirituality and things happening for a reason she was saying that you know if it's if it's meant for us it'll come to us and you know we don't chase we attract kind of that that mantra and she was saying that We'll, we'll see them again, you know, if it's meant to be. And lo and behold, Italy wins the match and we see them again when we're all kind of in the big square celebrating. It was such like a good atmosphere and everyone was so excited and happy and dancing. And they we go to the rooftop terrace of my now boyfriend and his two friends that he was living with in Fuerteventura. He was just there for three months, like surfing, living the life in between his kind of like uni holidays or in between his like uni semesters. But yeah, so we got on obviously quite well that night. And we, I kind of didn't think I was ever going to see him again after that. And, but turns out because my friend actually also hooked up with his friend 
turns out they kind of arranged that they would take us surfing. The guys would take us surfing. So that's what we did like two days later. They tried to teach us surfing, which was hilarious because I can't surf. My friend can't surf. One of our friends actually could surf. So she was like out somewhere else. Whereas I was with Marco. Marco was trying to like let me not drown and... I at one point genuinely thought I was gonna die because we were so close to the rocks and he actually managed to hit his surfboard on my head so it was very you know I don't know if you can call it romantic but it's definitely very eventful and just you know when that feeling of like when you have a crush it was just kind of that feeling it was kind of very exciting and especially because my friend also kind of fancied his friend so we kind of like got excited together about it and we just like continued to meet up with the boys as a group that week and then we actually ended up staying a week longer than we planned and then I met Marco I I think only like twice on my own once for coffee and once for like evening drinks and then he drove me to the airport because I actually ended up having a different flight home than my other two friends because I was going to Germany and they were going back to London so and when we said goodbye I remember feeling like oh I really like this guy this is very strange but then when I left the island I really didn't think that I was going to see him again and it was strange to me that I was thinking about him so much when I left I was like in Germany for a week on on family holiday I found myself like talking to everyone in my family about him like and we kept on messaging and it was so weird how I really didn't, I was really scared of the contact ending because I was like, obviously what's, in my head I was like, what's the point in us continuing to message? Like we're never going to see each other again. What's the point in, you know, neither of us want a long distance relationship. Like that's not even what we discussed, uh, all of this. Um, But then obviously one thing led to the other and, you know, we did continue talking and then at some point started FaceTiming and that's kind of then when it all like snowballed and then we met up two months after we had met in Spain we met for a weekend in Lake Como so I just flew to Italy saw him again for a weekend and that was kind of it and that's that's the weekend where we like I guess kind of officially got together in my in my head although I think both of us for even like those two months like weren't seeing anyone else weren't kind of entertaining anything else which even in retrospect is so strange that I think from the beginning I had such mm, faith that this was going to work out and I didn't quite know I couldn't put my finger on it but something about this guy I was like I need to explore I need to see where this could go and I need to give it my all and then here we are we're almost a year later so which is so crazy to think I hope I didn't bore you all with the story but yeah just to show that if you actually like someone, you know, distance, I think, is definitely something you can get over. And I just think that just because somebody lives in your town or lives on your street doesn't mean it's going to work out any better. You know, relationships can be so hard, like such hard work and require so much effort on both sides. That I'm like, what's the point if you don't, if you're not truly in love and that goes to whether you're in the same place or in different places and I think some people obviously maybe get lucky and fall in love with people that are in their town or in their city but 
I feel like I almost feel even luckier that I met somebody who was from a completely different country than I am because it means that I get to now explore a different culture and get to learn a different language and I think I've always been attracted to people who have like a different perspective on life than me. But okay, what was another question that I got? I know that another question was around kind of like communicating in long distance relationships, like boyfriend and family wise. And I think with any sort of long distance communication, it's just about consistent effort on both sides, but also understanding, especially when it comes to family in a way. Because I feel like, first of all, both parties have to be putting in effort and like it's whether it's like consistent calls or even just like consistent messaging to check in and to kind of even just like talk about the frequency that I guess makes you feel the most loved. Because I think and that will obviously be different with probably like different people in your life. Like I obviously message my boyfriend a lot more than I do my family. But then again, I do check in with my family like I try at least to message them like once every day or you know call them at least once every week but again I think it's yeah just people making the effort and equal amounts of effort but then also having consideration understanding for like where people are in their lives like I have some friends who I know from home which I can maybe sometimes go like weeks without really speaking to that much online And then either we'll like see each other or like the online communication will restart. And it's like, oh my God, sorry. Like we've been, you know, either both been so busy or one of us has been going through a busy period. And I think it's also just like having understanding that for like what's going on in the other person's life. And sometimes there will be periods where one person can't expend as much effort into the communication. And I think it's like not projecting your own assumptions into it. Like, oh, they... I guess especially with its like friendships like oh they must not be messaging me as much because they don't like me anymore or they don't value my friendship as much anymore like maybe it's just they're going through an extremely busy time period and they're just trying not to be on their phone as much and sadly with long distance communication I'm saying sadly actually it's like incredible that we have technology so that we're able to communicate this much but you know I guess in a way it is unfortunate that if we do want to communicate with these people in our lives that we love but that are like distance wise so far away we have to use technology so if we're trying to stay away from that it's actually quite hard and I've been like I think trying to find a balance with that as well like trying to not be on my phone as much but then also wanting to have regular contact with like my boyfriend because obviously that is to me at least, that's really important. Again, that's, especially in a relationship, I think that's something that you guys have to figure out for yourselves of like, what consistency of communication and like what frequency, whether it's like amount of calls or whether it's like amount of text messages, like makes both people feel loved and not pressured or suffocated and also communicating. I think that's what helps me, like communicating in advance of like, oh, what are you gonna be doing tomorrow, for example? And then if I know, oh, I'm going to be in the office all day or like he's going to be in the office all day, then it's like, okay, you're obviously then not going to expect messages throughout the day. You know, you're going to know you're both busy. 
you're both working and then maybe on the way back you have a call or you message if then afterwards both of you are going or one of you is going to go straight to a social event or you know it's there's always going to be those days where it's really hard to fit in calls but I would say just like talking about what's going on and then also like trying to fit in calls even if it's literally five minutes I feel like everyone has like five minutes whilst they're waiting at a train station or you know five minutes as they're walking to a destination or something five minutes whilst you're getting ready any kind of time that where like you can find to meet and again I think I have to mention that I am really lucky in the sense that we are pretty much in the same time zone me and my boyfriend and me and my family it's literally an hour difference to both Germany where my family is and to Italy where my boyfriend lives and also I'm extremely lucky in that I'm now working a corporate job that allows me to first of all take time off obviously as in my I think I've got like 25 holidays a year which I think is pretty standard for UK anyways and then also I can work from abroad a couple days a year and a couple days a month and also I have the finances to thank god like be spending kind of picking and choosing where I spend my money and at the moment you know that is what it's ending up being it's like I spend a lot of my money nowadays on rent obviously rent food and then on flights and that's and I know that my boyfriend has to do the same and I know that I feel extremely privileged and lucky that I'm able to do this because I know that if I had a long distance relationship at uni so literally like a couple years ago I would have not been able to do this so that would have meant I don't know probably going months without seeing the other person whereas now we've been seeing each other at least once or twice every month which is I think really frequent for a long distance relationship so you know counting my lucky stars for sure and yeah again I think it's just not giving up and communication is key as with everything and being honest like even if you are finding something tough and hard for whatever reason like just talking about it or if you do feel like oh you know I've been kind of feeling less love today or like you know could you you know just like anything where you feel like so that it doesn't build up and cause resentment on your side I think is is always good okay so now switching gears a little bit one of the questions which I really liked was how to be satisfied with yourself after finishing uni and applying for jobs and kind of in that like in-between period of time I'm saying I like that question because I feel like it's really relatable I think everyone kind of is there at some point whether it's like after uni or after school like in between school and uni I think that time is like probably one of the most difficult periods that you have to kind of like go through in your early adulthood I would say like it's those in between periods where you kind of lose one sense of identity and are like looking for the next and not knowing what's going to come next and especially if it's like 
going from student whether it's like school you know like being in school to that being your identity to trying to figure out what the hell am I going to do with like the rest of my life what uni am I going to go to what city am I going to live in to then after uni it's almost like a bigger transition of good god like the whole world is open to you what do you do next and then plus it's like the whole stress of applying for jobs in general and not letting things get to you and not feeling like not taking things too personal if you do get rejections because I think that does just come with the territory you know you're gonna send out 20 30 40 applications and maybe you hear back from 10 you know and then maybe you get interviewed for five and then maybe you get one job at the end you know (laughs) which is obviously frustrating if you lay it out that way but I do think it's hopefully one of the kind of only times that you have to go through it in that manner I think for me my hardest transition was like after school because I really didn't know what I properly wanted to study I was I was applying I did some internships and I did a gap year I did some voluntary work and I remember it was so strange like you go from school where you have like such a strict schedule every day and things to do to kind of being thrust into the open of like now you have to decide for yourself what you're gonna do and I guess that goes like for post uni as well I was quite lucky in the sense that I already had my job lined up after uni because for me it was kind of like no other option I put a lot a lot of work into applying for jobs whilst I was still at university because I knew that if I didn't have a job I would have had to go back to Germany and I really wanted to stay in the UK so I I think it's a mixture of kind of the work that I put in but also you know it's always plays a part in like just being in the right place in the right time and being in the right rooms you know in in my instance because I work at Samsung now and I hadn't even thought of Samsung as like a a postgraduate job opportunity and it was actually my ex who applied to Samsung and I was like oh hadn't thought about that company like why I'll just apply there as well I'll just send in my resume like just for fun (laughs) and you know I ended up getting the job and it's so strange because it's like it's things like that where you have no idea what time you send out your CV is gonna land you that job or what lunch you end up going to where you speak to your aunt who heard of this company which sounds interesting or has that contact or whatever it is I mean I feel like again it's don't be afraid to use your contacts in that time and try and network and go to coffees with people who maybe you know who are working in a field that you're interested in and in general I would just try and not be too hard on yourself and again what I said at the beginning like know that this is a temporary feeling and also know that this is a very normal feeling to be going through and that like thousands of other students or post-grad people are going through this at the same time and that you don't have to have all the answers now you know I mean I'm now almost three years post-graduation like post-uni graduation and do I have any idea where I'm gonna be next year let alone in like five ten years no I don't like I don't know career wise I don't even know location wise you know I feel like it's like 
But then I'm also like, how boring if I knew, you know, what, what a boring life if I was like 24 and I knew exactly what corporate ladder step I was going to go up next and what part of, don't know, sorry, I'm, I'm saying sorry as an example, because it's just like a, a London suburb where actually I used to live as well for a while. Um, but you know, like I already knew exactly where I was going to be living in my eyes. Like I don't want that, you know, I think there's excitement that comes with just getting to figure out your life like one step at a time and there's so much pressure for us to have it all figured out or for us to be freaking multi-millionaires and self-employed badasses at the age of 22 you know especially with like tiktok stars getting famous overnight and like being like 15 and starting their own clothing lines and being multi-millionaires and then it's like okay you know, there's this pressure, I think, for us to do so much when we're so young, when actually, I think we're allowed to take a lot more time than we think we have. And, you know, it's not like our life is going to end at 30. I feel like I'm, the older I'm getting, the more I'm also like, looking forward to all the things I'm, we're going to get to do in our 30s and 40s, and the wisdom that we'll have. And, you know, by that time, if we did want to, you know, change career path completely or move again like how much wisdom will bring into that experience so I would just say to answer your question how to be satisfied with yourself give yourself grace and enjoy that time period like enjoy the feeling of almost like not knowing even though it's so scary but it's also a sign that you're just on the cusp of something so exciting like you're on the cusp of your whole life and no matter what decision you make it's also not that deep you know like I feel like we put so much pressure on the fact of like oh our first job has to be the perfect job and that has to be it but it's like okay worst case scenario you take a job you even move for the job you know for example and you don't like the job or you don't like the city then you know, you have spent a couple months, a couple weeks, maybe even, you know, a year or something in a job that you didn't enjoy. But then you can think of like the lessons you learned from that, you it's showing you what you didn't want and then it guiding you towards where you did want. And maybe I'm sure you will have met some people through it or if you didn't like the job, but you like the city, then you can apply for things in that city. Or if you, you know, didn't like the city, but also got to experience something about your job, then you know, you can use that as a stepping stone to apply for your next step and to let that guide you. So I just think like we take decisions so seriously and sometimes it's it's not that, I mean, it feels serious, but it's also nothing or most things in life, I think, aren't irreversible in the sense that like you can't move on from them or, you know, do something new or radically different after it. So just try and like put one foot in front of the next and maybe the turn was wrong or like maybe you'll stumble but then you know you'll pick yourself back up and you'll end up like five steps ahead of where you were at the beginning I think yeah that's my long-winded advice don't know if this was helpful but sending you lots of love because it is a very like confusing time period for your head (laughs) first and foremost then okay very quick question where do you plan to travel next I'm traveling home in actually two weeks which I'm very excited for um so I'm flying back to Germany 
and for my mum's birthday actually which is going to be very nice and then in July I am going to be traveling to Greece which is so exciting I'm going to like my first adult wedding literally the second wedding in my whole entire life and my only other wedding I've attended was my parents wedding when I was four so I actually can't wait I've got my dress picked out and I just am so excited also another exciting thing which I don't know if I've talked about on the podcast is I am moving I think I actually have mentioned it but yeah I'm also moving in July like a couple of days before I fly to Greece so I'm going to be moving in with three friends of mine and I'm excited and there's definitely going to have to be a podcast episode with my new flatmates in the future because also Cara is really close friends with most of them so it's going to be a good vibe. I'm sure Cara is going to come over a lot and I can't wait. Okay, I'm going to try and answer two more questions, but quickly. Another question which I liked was, I want to ask if it's natural for the number of friends to decrease with adulthood, which I found interesting. I've actually never really thought about this, but... I feel like for me at least the number of friends has just changed and like the type of friends has shifted because I feel like at school and even at uni your quote-unquote friends I would more say like acquaintances with so many people because you know so many people because they're like in your class in your course in your halls and you go out with them and you go to big pre's and you know it feels like you have a lot of friends or like people have a lot of friends but at least in my experiences, like, not many of those were actually, like, deep, true friendships. A lot of them were a lot more surface-based. And I think, in general, when I was younger, like, the younger I was, the more surface-based, surface-level were my friendships. And the older I'm getting, yeah, I guess my friendships in numbers are decreasing in the sense that I don't have, like, these masses of people that I am seeing every single week. I feel like my group is a lot more like condensed and I have but in return I think my friendships are a lot deeper with those people that I now see on a weekly basis or that I do communicate with on a weekly daily basis so I feel like for me at least the number of friends the number of superficial friends for sure has decreased but my number of true friends has increased because I think I've learned to be more honest with people in my life and I think I've learned to trust my instincts a bit more when it comes to like oh yeah that's a that's a good person to be in my life you know when you just get like those gut instincts about people and I feel like at school it was just wanting to be liked or I'm speaking for myself here like I wanted to be liked I wanted to be part of a group and I really had no idea who I really was So I've got quite like a kind of a group of girls that I'm friends with at the moment, which is the first time I properly have like a girl friendship group. And it's really beautiful. And it's kind of like my first experience with it properly. But then equally, I think, you know, so many people will not have that and will just have individual friendships, which I also had like for a big period of my life. So I think whatever is kind of, whatever floats your boat, whatever is happening for you, don't compare yourself to other people. Don't compare yourself to other friendships because 
first of all you have no idea how it's looking behind closed doors like people could look perfect on Instagram and like they're the bestest of friends when actually they're not and then also you know I feel like every person kind of attracts different or like works best with different friendship dynamics and also they change as you age you know I feel like my friendship groups or my friendship dynamics are probably gonna change even more as I grow older and also depending on location where I'm gonna move or how long am I gonna stay in London for you know all of that and I think you kind of take some people with you for life and and some I think are for specific periods of time and I don't think there's anything wrong with either and I don't think friendships lose their value because they were for a specific time period either okay and to end off the episode I so one of the questions I got was what's your fave quote and why and I don't know if I have a favorite quote which I feel like I should have very off-brand for me um but I am looking at like my Pinterest pinned quotes that I have like for my 2022 vision board so maybe I'll just read a couple of those because I, I pinned like a load of quotes for my vision board um and I guess they kind of show like what I'm trying to focus on <laughs> this year and maybe you'll like them as well maybe they'll resonate okay so one of them is if it makes you happy then it is not a waste of time which I think is very true then my own approval is all I need which I think is something that I'm really realizing as I get older that peace of mind is the number one thing I want to prioritize this one is a bit of a longer one a beautiful day begins with a beautiful mindset when you wake up take a second to think about what a privilege it is to simply be alive and healthy the moment you start acting like life is a blessing I assure you it will start to feel like one time spent appreciating is time worth living and then the last one I'll read is one that actually I have included on my notion on like the homepage so that I keep reading it almost every day fall in love with taking care of yourself fall in love with a path of deep healing fall in love with becoming the best version of yourself but with patience with compassion and respect to your own journey those are just some of the quotes that I've pinned I have actually got a lot of them (laughs) as was to be expected um but yeah I think I'll have to end the episode here I wanted to go through a lot more questions so disappointing that I can't keep myself short but yeah I hope you still at least somewhat enjoyed this episode again next week's episode I'll be reunited with Kara so don't you worry but yeah if you have any kind of questions or you wanted the questions answered and I didn't get to them then just dm me and either I'll include it in a future episode and like me and Kara can talk about it or I can dm back the answer um again instagram's kind of like the best way to get in contact with us it's at the matcha diaries and we post loads of updates and kind of any sort of questions for future episodes or anything to do with episodes or input into what we're doing is that's kind of the best place over there and we're actually also in the process of setting up a patreon for a book club which is i'm super excited about because i think the plan is to read a book obviously every month and then kind of host monthly zoom calls and have dedicated podcast episodes go live on the patreon for those of you who join us on our book club journey so we're very excited and the first book we're reading is book lovers by emily henry so we hope you'll join us 
and yeah I'll leave it at that for now I hope you're doing well and you're having a good week and thank you so much for listening if you made it this far I truly appreciate you so much and I appreciate you all listening so much in general I can't tell you how much it means to me and to Cara as well to have you guys' support and for you guys to listen to us every week it's crazy absolutely bonkers but yeah bye